to another mini music ray gun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Oh, Kirk, how yes, are you doing? I'm wonderful. Happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, I made a mistake. No, you didn't. This week. Not on the show. Oh, okay. Just in, in life? Just in my life. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. I went to a, a rock concert this week. One of those rock concerts I keep hearing about. Yeah. One of those rock and roll concerts. Yeah. Uh, at the Troubadour. Oh, Troubadour's great. Famous place. I went been to see uh, years. band I really like, Not uh-huh. a Surf. I've talked about that yes. before. Yeah. Wait, they're from way back. Yeah. They did that song Popular yes. in the 90s. Oh, we played it, I think. Yeah. We yeah. talked about them yeah. before on the they're show. Great. Yeah. I went to see them because. Uh, they came by a couple years ago, mm-hmm. uh, back when we were working together, actually. I had gotten tickets to a show of theirs, and then I had to couldn't go to the show, so I had to sell the tickets to a friend. Mm-hmm. And so this time I saw they were playing the Troubadour. I was like, that's cool. I- I'm going to make up for it. I'm going to go see them. Yeah. I went by myself. Oh. And, uh, you know, it just reminded me why I don't like going to shows. <laughs> Not because they were bad. Yeah. But it's just like, it's packed. You're standing for four hours. Yeah. People are jostling you, and uh, I didn't have a great time, man. No. But the band was good. Did people lose their mind when Popular came on? They didn't play Popular, oh, which oh. which I loved. Yeah. I loved that. that they didn't. Yeah. I was a little bit. They played a lot more of their slow songs and, they, and not enough of their more, you know, exciting songs for me. Yeah. Um, but they didn't play Popular. And like they got to the encore, and you're thinking, and I'm like, are they gonna do it? And I'm thinking, I was actually thinking, I hope they don't, yeah, because I feel like it would be embarrassing, a little pandering, yeah, like it's yeah. their, it's sort of they're a weird band where in a weird way they're a one hit wonder. I know a lot of people probably still only know that one That's song, that me, yeah, but for the last 18 years they've sort of had this second act as kind of a cult. Mm-hmm. You know, indie rock bands. But so I was glad that they didn't play it. Yeah. And nobody was like yelling out popular. People were totally yelling out names of songs. And not popular. No one said popular. That's that those are some hardcore fans right there. That's the kind of band they are. It was yeah, that, that that part was really good. Yeah. And when you know, on my way there, I'm like, who I was thinking, who goes to a not a surf concert in twenty? That's what I was asking. Is it gonna just be thirty something? music nerds like me that would be my guess there were some of those for yeah. sure but um a good mix of men and women mm-hmm. good mix of ages uh i observed two people who couldn't have been more than 25 wow probably cl- they looked very young like yeah. closer to 20 who appeared to be on a blind like tinder date because i was hanging out in the in the bar upstairs during yeah. the opening act and like this girl came upstairs and met this skinny guy and yeah. was like, "Hi, are you?" Oh, you ooh, wow! Go? And then they greeted each other. I was like, "Well, that's cool that they're and not a young concert. and they're coming here on a blind date." I wouldn't do a concert on a blind date. Uh, no, neither would I. No. That's not a good way to get to no, know somebody. There's better ways, unless they met on some like message board or such message board. <laughs> a thousand years old, <laughs> but maybe they met in like a not a surf fan group. Yeah, or something. maybe. You never I don't know. know. You never know. Um, so, so it wasn't all bad, but by the time you know, I'm just getting old, and I, like, I want to get off my feet. There's nowhere to sit. Like, <laughs> what time am I going to get home? Yeah. What did it? Has it kind of turned you off of like I'm going to really? It's going to have to be something special to see another concert. 
Yeah, it's it's just yeah. one of those things where I know it's not an activity I like to do, but it's something like I feel like I should do. Yes. And every few years I try again and I'm like, yeah, no, this isn't for me. It's so funny that you say it because uh, just this past, we just passed uh, MLK Day. Yeah. And uh, it was a long weekend. And so I was considering going to this concert by myself. It was uh, Keith Sweat Presents. Yeah. And it was Keith Sweat with like 10 other acts. So I know if I'm recalling, it was like Keith Sweat and uh, In Vogue and Tony, Tony, Tony and Johnny Gill. Yeah. All the bands that I liked. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll go alone. And I just, I got into that vibe of like, oh, do I really want to go? How long is it going to take? Yeah. <laughs> How much does it cost? And I know that Keith Sweat knows that because on the ad for it, they said, Three-day weekend, no work, no school. <laughs> like, they knew yeah. who they were catering to. Old yeah. folks were like, oh, yeah, we don't have to get up early for the kids. We're going to have work. Oh, we should do this. And I was like, yeah, good advertising because that almost made me go. Yeah. In fact, I had sort of the opposite thing happen. And this is my own fault for just being stupid and not knowing how things work. But when I bought my tickets to the event, it said 7 p.m. That's mm-hmm. all it said. It said 7 p.m. Yeah. And I'm thinking... They're all, you know, they're in their 50s. Yeah. It's a Monday night. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, cool. They're having a bit of an early show. It'll probably be done by nine and then yeah. we can all go home. I get there. It's like quarter past seven. And no one's there. And I'm like, maybe they can't draw a crowd. I don't know. Yeah. The doors were at seven. The opening act was at eight. Not a surf didn't go on until like quarter past nine. Uh. But it didn't say that anywhere on the thing. Again, I should have known. Yeah, but then but I was like, just like seven, and I'm perpetually like on time or early for everything. Yeah, true. And so I was like, so I got there, and I was like, I just gotta wait around. Yeah. So, so that sort of bummed me out right from the beginning. How was the opening act? It was John Vanderslice, who I didn't care about. I vaguely know that. Name. Yeah, it's not my, not okay. my thing. Yeah, right. I was there for not a surf. Yeah, uh, but they were good. I mean, it was it was good to see them. I just. Uh, I was just grouchy. Yeah, and old age is a bitch. <laughs> it's true. But now it's time for Don't At Me. Don't at me. Don't at me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us. Please. You want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay, um... Hammer doing pumps in a bump was a colossal mistake. It's a stupid, cheesy song, but it slaps. <laughs> Don't at me. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. I had the, the Funky Headhunter on cassette it's as a kid. such a dumb song, but it's so good. <laughs> it's I love it. And every time I listen to it, I go, this is so dumb and cheesy. Yeah. And, and it's a bad look, Hammer. But I'm... I listen to the whole song. I sit there and bounce to it. I sing along to it. Yeah, it's it's way hooky for such a dumbass song. It's I think it it suffered because he'd already peaked and sort of disappeared. Yes, it was a comeback album. He changed his name from MC Hammer yeah. to Hammer, and then he, he went tried to do a gangster rap thing. Yes, and it was all the packaging around it made it seem <clears throat> so much worse than it actually. was. It was a bad look. Yeah, and to make it worse, I don't know if you know this. There's two videos for. 
I've only seen one. Was it the? Is it the the one where he's bottom? wearing a speedo? And yes. He, yeah, it's, that he's wearing a gold leopard speedo mm-hmm. and workout gloves. Hard to watch. Yes, hard to watch. And I think no they might have, <laughs> And I think they might have been like, "Oh, maybe we should have another video." Because then there's a second video, which is just him in kind of like uh, black football gear and baggy pants doing an amazing dance. Yeah. But you can tell they're like, maybe we shouldn't have done the pumps in the bump video at the pool. Yeah. Let's do this just because we fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all I can think about is that video. I'm just like, it's bad vibe. Yeah, it was like him trying to do Tupac's like, Get Around video. Yeah. But, doesn't work. But Tupac was wearing jeans in that video. Yeah, like, you're not wearing a that. bikini briefs. And that's also not why anyone likes Hammer. He no. was never a sex symbol. No, he was just fun and a great dancer. Yeah. And, and made pop music, but I still love that song. No, I'm 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 sort of with you. Yeah, I haven't heard it in a long ass time. I just start playing it a lot because it's like I'm just gonna lean in. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb, but it, yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, okay, here's mine. Lose you to love me is the worst song on the new Selena Gomez album. Don't at me. I can't. Yeah. I don't know the song. It's the it's the lead single. And we, it's the it's really the only song on the album that I don't. So the rest of the album, you're four. I, yeah, I like it. Okay. I like the new Selena Gomez album. I listened to it a few times. Have you? Are you a fan previously? Not forever, but she put out a single like two years ago, mm-hmm. almost three years ago at this point, Bad Liar. Do you know that song? I know Bad Liar. We sort of had that talking head psycho killer yes. bass line in it. Yes. And I really dug that song. Yeah. And uh, it sort of made me... I haven't like gotten into Selena Gomez, but when her new album came out this yeah. month, I was like, let me give it a listen. And uh, I like it. But I do not like this. In fact, I heard, you know, she released the lead single a couple months in advance yeah. of the album. And I listened to it when it came out. I was like, nah, maybe I just like that one Selena Gomez yeah. song and that's going to be it. But then I, I you know, played the, the rest of the album. I was like, nope, it's good. Oh, just not that song. Oh, can't wait for the next single. Then you'll be like, oh, yeah, here it is. I hope it's fun. I mean, the song is called Fun. I have to check that out. That's my favorite track on there. That's the best track on the album. Will she have righted the ship if she does that? Uh, Sure. (laughs) You're like, I guess. Yeah, take my career advice, Selena Gomez. Listen, Paul is an idol maker. Yeah. Uh, Take career advice from the guy who was too grouchy to to enjoy a show by a band of people who had their one big hit. (laughs) 24 yes. years ago. The guy who's pissed off that it's 9.15 and the show <laughs> hasn't started yet. Yeah, but I, you know what? I was pleased that I was probably like the median age in the crowd. That's good. At least yeah. I'm not the oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's good. good. Yeah. Uh, okay, now it's time for Prince Tweets to You. Woo! Yes, this is the part of the mini episode when we read tweets from the hoax Twitter account at Prince Tweets to You which tweeted as Prince himself from 2012 to 2016. Comedian Jake Fogelnest has since admitted he was the one who wrote the tweets. I was just thinking about this and hoping that you'd bring it back. I wasn't going to let it die. I just wanted to let it rest. Ah, uh, it makes sense. Let so I have five new-to-the-show <sighs> oh. Prince tweets to read to you, Kirk. I'm ready. Number one. You are cordially invited to the Purple Masquerade. RSVP if you are ready to celebrate the funk passion. I like that. You really do need to RSVP. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. Still classy. Yeah. Number two. I want to add you to my sexy lexicon. 
Okay. Yeah. I could see that as almost a song. Not a Prince song, but someone mock, uh, like like doing a Prince parody. Yeah. I just like the uh, sexy lexicon. Yes. That could have been the title of someone's album. Yeah. I don't know if it's Prince or not. Number three. If you want to come to Paisley Park, you got to tell me three secrets. <laughs> see, now that feels real princey. <laughs> like he'd open the door and was like, what's your three secrets? <laughs> and they'd have to be like real secrets before he yeah. let you in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> All right. Number four. Bathing in sensuous lavender. Hashtag rejected Olympic events. <laughs> Which was tweeted during the 2012 <laughs> Oh, timely. <laughs> yeah. And the last one for this edition of the segment. Prince says, To become a sensual butterfly, you must first be a funky caterpillar. The erotic metamorphosis is complete. Yes. <laughs> I mean, 100% that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's only, it seems... Only natural. Yeah, only that is dead. that is nature. Mm-hmm. That's that's genius. And that was Prince tweets to you. Okay, now it's time for the music trivia quiz. Yeah, this is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the music themed expansion pack for the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so all of the questions are about music from before 1985. So it was pretty tough. It ain't easy. Uh, the last time we played, Kirk won. His current winning streak stands at two. Two-game winning streak. Uh, which means I go first. Yes. So, you will pick from mine. Mm-hmm. We go with this card. All right. That's the one. That's the Here one. we go. All right. Cover notes. What stablemate joins Bo Diddley on the Two Great Guitars LP? Ooh. <clears throat> I think that's Chess Records. I'm going to guess Muddy Waters. Chuck Berry. Ah, shit. Was that the other choice, or were you not even thinking that? No, I guess I guess I should have known that Chuck was on chess. It is more known as a guitar player than Muddy Waters is. Oh, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. Mom. What songwriting duo debuted with 1919's Any Old Place With You? Ooh, 1919. 1919's. Rodgers and Hammerstein. Rodgers and Hart. Ugh! We always do oh, that. They were first. <clears throat> God. Yeah, those fuckers. Damn it. Okay, shit. 50s. Whose 56th hit song for A Summer Night had many singing along? Who is 56 hit song for A Summer Night, which is in uh, Italicis, mm-hmm. had many singing along. I feel like many singing along is some kind of clue. A Summer Night. God, I'm going to say, shit, I don't know, Pat Boone. Mitch Miller's? Oh, yeah, Sing Along with Mitch. That was There used to be a TV show. Where the, the band would play these songs, and that was where you got, you know, they would have the lyrics at the bottom of the screen yeah. with the ball bouncing on the lyrics. That was Mitch Miller? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah, sing along with Mitch. I remember the bouncing ball. Yeah. All right. I should have, it was a clue, and I should have thought of wow. it. Wow. Yeah. 60s. Where does the Vince Giraldi trio suggest you cast your fate? Where does the Vince Giraldi trio suggest you cast your fate? I only know them from the Charlie Brown Christmas special yes. music. Uh, uh, a wishing well. To the wind. Shit. 
after Beatles. What communist country thrilled to Billy Joel in 79? What communist country thrilled to Billy Joel in 79? It's, oh, 79. There's the famous incident in 87 where he I love flipped that. out on stage. It's one of the greatest moments ever. But yeah, 79. What communist country thrilled to Billy Joel in 79? I'm going to just say Ukraine. Cuba. Oh, right. Okay. I don't know what they're talking about. No, no, I guess, it, I don't know. If you play Cuba in 79, maybe it's a big deal. Shit, there's only one question there's left. Only I one have zero left. so far. Yeah. God damn. When, you, when you are in a rut, you're in a rut, yeah. man. Well, it's not over yet. Mm. Anything goes. What 18th century composer wrote his domineering father, I will no longer be fiddler. I want to direct at the clavier. What 18th century Shit. composer wrote his domineering father, I will no longer be fiddler. I want to direct at the clavier. I think I'm saying that right. Can, I, can I look at it? Yeah. I don't think I'm right. Maybe his father did make him play violin. I know that Mo Mozart had a domineering father, so I'm going to say Mozart. You are correct. All right. <laughs> yes. Two times in a row. I kept myself from getting shut out on the yeah, last, on the last one. And I'm not going to win, but I am relieved. We don't know yet. Well, crazier things have happened. Yeah, she's your, but we'll she's see. Your I'm going to go, just go right here and not even think about it. Okay. Cover notes. Oh, it's one of these. What? Oh, this is, this is, yeah, this is easy. What word begins song titles completed by and I and me and Better you bet. Say it one more time. Yes. What word begins song titles completed by and I and me and better you bet? Can I, can I see it? I'm not yeah. focusing on that. Right. What word begins song titles completed by? Oh, 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 oh. you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's all tied up. <laughs> tied up. We got a barn burner. All tied up. Your mother should know. Who was Johnny fooling around with on the sofa when Frankie shot him? Who was Johnny fooling around Who with Johnny on the sofa fooling around with? when Frankie shot him? Um, Debbie. Nellie Bly. No idea. No. 1950s. What Everly Brothers hit opens, I took my Jenny to a party last night. At 10 o'clock, it ended in a heck of a fight. Bye-bye, love. Poor Jenny. Don't know that either. 1960s. Who dropped in on her high school reunion in Port Arthur, Texas? Dolly Parton. Janis Joplin. Didn't know that either. That Could be a tie. Happen. No, you still got two. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, after the Beatles. What do the Eagles take to the limit? <laughs> what do the Eagles take to the limit? It. Correct. <laughs> That's a weird question. Yeah, it is. It's a way weird But an question. easy one and you I'll win. take it. The last question is an expo mission. Expo mission. What position was dropped from Moscow's entirely egalitarian... Persim Fans Orchestra. What position was dropped from Moscow's entirely egalitarian Persim Fans Orchestra? First position. Conductor. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. 
That makes sense. Two to one. Woo! That Look, was a real. Sometimes it's a, it's a real soccer match. Yeah. Of a... <laughs> that was a dog shit win, yeah. but it was a win nonetheless. True. Congratulations, sir. You have a three game streak going. It's feel it does even though it was dog shit. It feels good. The next one is that big that big four. The four is the big, big one. Four, one. Yeah. four means something. Uh, but everyone's gonna have to wait two weeks to hear it. Yep. That's it for the mini episode. Bye. Bye.